Hello and welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am so excited that you are here joining me, listening in and all writers, this is something a little bit different that I know you are going to absolutely love um, today. So on today's episode, we have Lee Savino, who is an incredible, steamy, sexy romance author, but she also has another little business going on, which is the millionaire author mindset. She has incredible courses on this. And essentially what she does is help people unblock their limiting beliefs. So you can move in and um, go out and get everything that you want in life, essentially. So when like, there's so many stories when it comes to particularly creatives um, that hold us, that hold us back. Like, oh, you know, you can never um, achieve that or you can never get a full-time job doing that. And it's literally about owning you and anointing yourself and stepping into that energy. But also if this is something that you want to make a, a full-time career out of and this is something that you want to make um, money out of and move into, then this is the episode for you. She has so much goodness in it. So I'm so excited. Um, What else do I have to update you on? Oh, yes. This is the very, the final, the very, very, very last week that you can download free pages of Have We Met Before, which is very exciting um, because I have some new stuff to show you. So you can, now there will be a link in the show notes here. You can head to my Instagram, Olivia Hillier Author, um, to go through there or my website, oliviahillier.com to make sure that you get down the, download the free pages. However, something new and something exciting is our Patreon or my Patreon is changing and we now have, I now have a lot of exclusive content on there for you. I have a lot of releases coming up and ready over the next couple of years. Essentially, I've got, I've got a lot, a lot of books coming out that, um, have just been in the making for so long and I'm so excited to share them with you however with the Patreon so with my essentially subscription service so for as little as six dollars a month it's less than two dollars a week you can now receive all the chapters of my upcoming book every week um, as part of the subscription and this is before anyone else gets it this is before it's published. This is extremely exclusive. I am only opening this up actually for a couple of people. It is going to be limited and it is going to be our section. So this is for people who love romance, who love paranormal romance and dystopian and YA as well. So I know that's a very broad, but I say that all, so my, my genres do change. So each book will be changing, but you will get chapters every week of pre-released. You will also see all the covers and everything before anyone else does, um, which is very exciting. And there is also other um, tiers in there. You can join so you're also getting sent the physical copies as soon as it's published. Actually, you get it a week before. You get everything before if you're part of my Patreon, which is very exciting. Um, so speaking of, I have a very new release out super soon. So come and join me over there. There is a link in the um, show notes here if you want to be receiving all the chapters. And if you join us halfway through, all the backlog will be there. So you actually get three chapters every single Monday of whatever we're releasing and all the backlog will be there of how much you can read up on. It is exclu- super exclusive um, and very exciting. So 
um, all that's about, I say all my books are uh, related around romance and girl power. So it's about girls who love hard, but also play hard. And there's a lot of cliffhangers that will, that will keep you coming back each week. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah, if that's your thing, if that's up your alley, um, if you would like exclusive content and also there is the option to receive signed copies each week um, as well. It is a little, obviously a little bit, not each week, each release is obviously a little bit more expensive if you want the copy um, than $6 a month. But with that, everyone that signs up um, before the end of October does get a signed copy of Have We Met Before, which is already out in the world anyway. So I hope that makes sense. Please, con if you've got any questions, probably the best way to contact me is through my website. There's a contact form there at oliviahillia.com or come and chat to me on Instagram. That's usually where I mostly am. Facebook as well and TikTok. It's all Olivia Hillier author. I'm so excited to share all of this with you. It's very, very, very exciting. Um, yeah, come join me. Let's chat. And if you are an absolute avid reader of those genres, then I'd love to share everything with you before it's out um, and gain your feedback as well. Perfect. All right. Without further ado, um, well, I'm going to welcome Lee to another episode of Writer's Advice. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I will be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back, listeners. Now, this episode I am very, very excited for because on the Writer's Advice uh, podcast this week, we have Lee Savino, who is an epic um sexy romance writer but she is so much more than that um as well she has so much to give on her programs um and everything she has with the millionaire author mindset so I want to dive into all of it with you as much as I can while I have you here today Lee if that's okay for listeners yes I'm so excited it's gonna awesome. be awesome <laughs> now I do want to start with one question when was the moment that you realized um, that you were a writer and this was the journey that you wanted to embark on? So it was really young that I started telling stories and then writing them down came later after I started learn to read and started reading like crazy all the time. And I think that whatever you're consuming, it, you know, it naturally starts to flow out of you. But it wasn't until maybe in my teens, somebody pulled me aside and said, you're actually a good writer, like a teacher, or I was homeschooled for a time. So I was a homeschool mom and my parents encouraged it. They put me in some writing groups and then they told me I had to go to college. So I actually went to college for creative writing, which is not necessary. You do not need that. And I just told my husband, I was like, you know, my journey would be so, so cool if I had believed in myself younger and then just started writing, just been writing, 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 writing. And um, maybe gone to college, but maybe not, you know, maybe just wrote, 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 wrote. And then I graduated college, tried to get an agent for a book I had finished in college and kind of gave up after a year, which is why I talk about mindset so much, because 
it was 2008. And if I had just put my stuff up on the internet, I would have found self-publishing and I, I would have started my career. Instead, I went and I wandered around. And it's not that having a job or doing like other dead-end job stuff is bad. It's more that I didn't believe in myself and I could have just believed in myself. Maybe I never, I didn't, I didn't have to make money at, from it at that point. I could have just worked a job, but had my passion on the side. And there's never a reason to say no to your dream is my point. And I know I'm jumping in and I didn't really answer your question, but that's what I want to say from the get-go. <laughs> this is like, no, this is, this is an, an epic conversation. And this is everything I wanted to speak to you about as well, because you have so much to give on this. And I find it really interesting. I think it's a stigma. Like when it comes to belief, there is this huge stigma around creativity in general. It's like, if someone wants to become, if someone's big dream is to become a doctor, it's like seen as a lot more doable as, you know, to become successful in a particular creative career. And there's this huge stigma of like, oh, you know, that's probably not going to happen for you. Have a backup plan. Like (laughs) there's a lot of, there's a lot of these stories. So um, yeah, I want to dive into particularly why, why, um, you might think that's, I'm going to ask three questions at once here. (laughs) Why you might think that's a thing. When was the moment that you were like, you know what, I'm not going to deal with these um, stories, whether they were in your head or other people were putting them on you again. And um, also everything that you provide everyone else to be able to work through that as well. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) it was a big moment. I, I was working in sales and I hated it. I would like shut my office door. And instead of making sales calls, I would read literatica stories. So I was reading, like I said, I was consuming a lot of content, which ended up flowing out of me later. Um, it's just so funny. It just happened to be like erotic stories. Yeah. <laughs> but I met, I did a lot of business networking. I met a hypnotherapist and he offered a free session. And I went and said, I want you to help me remove all these money blocks so I can make a six figures at my sales job and he removed accidentally with a hip one hypnotherapy session removed the block that I had set into place in 2008 I did it to myself where I said this is not going to happen I'm not going to be a writer I need to get a job I need to be practical and I like shut the door on writing completely which you can get a job and you can write on the side you can a, a lot of people are like I'm a dancer and I work as an accountant but then I dance and so I have an outlet and I have a purpose and that's fine. Like you never have to make money from writing. That's not the point of this. Although I love talking about right, money and books and stuff like that. But um, I, I had slammed the door shut and this one hypnotherapy session lifted it. And looking back, it was really so powerful. It actually took me a while to lift the money blocks that came two years later. And my friend Renee Rose helped me do that. But I turned 30 and the floodgates opened that hypnotherapy session within a few weeks. I had taken any book that I had written on my lap that was just sitting on my laptop. Cause I was, I was a creator. I just had stuff lying around and I published it. I was just like, boom. And you know what? None of those books are published anymore. Like they don't fit my brand. And I had to learn like the marketing and the branding part. And that's okay. Because I just said yes to myself. And that was, that's all you need to do. You just be like, okay, I feel like doing this. I'm just going to say yes to myself. How can I say yes to myself in a little bit? Like I want to be a dancer. All right. How do I dance a little bit? How do I say yes to that a little bit? And for me, it was writing. So now I am doing hypnotherapy sessions. I'm 
I'm not doing them live or one-on-one yet. I want to get to that point, but I'm recording them because I do them for me and it's a meditation to like get into flow and I, and I do it hypnotherapy style. So you can find them on YouTube. You just search Lisa Vino. Um, a, I think I have one that's a meditation to finish your book. So you can just search Ooh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And it walks you down like hypnotherapy. You, you kind of are induced into a relaxed state. So I kind of walk you down the steps. And then I do the meditation where it's like, I'm so happy and I'm sitting at my desk and I'm writing and so easily. And then I walk you back out and you can go and listen to it and just kind of listen to it to make sure I don't say anything weird, you know, and just see if it's your, your thing. And if it is lie down on the bed and listen to it every day and see where it, see what, what happens, where it leads. It's free. It's on YouTube. So go for 100%. it. hundred percent. And it puts you into that brain state of it's a hypnotherapy is a great thing it almost like so lightly puts you back onto the path of where where you're meant to be and you don't even at half the time you don't even realize it's happening it's like you're right it's like you get to this belief state like oh wow why did I ever not believe that this this is gonna be a thing so I absolutely love that so when it comes to creativity there's usually two like yeah one two major blocks first it's like own own it and and like run with it the next side is okay, if someone does want to make this a career and they do want to be super financially successful um, with it, how did you start to move through those blocks? And what do you recommend for other people who are really starting to take their career to the next level? So that has to do with money blocks. And when I say a block, I mean, we all have things that stop us from doing things like run out in the street in front of traffic. Those are great. And Anytime we have a block, it's our brain trying to protect us. So blocks are awesome. Like boundaries and rules, awesome. But we don't need them. So some people are like, I can manifest. Well, you can say, oh, I want a latte. And you you have no block. You have nothing stopping you from walking down the street and ordering a latte. You know what I mean? Unless you have something in you that goes, well, I don't deserve lattes. Mm-hmm. I need to make it at home. Like, But most of us have... Like we don't have a block about having running water in our house. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not rich enough. I'm not worthy. We're just like, we have, that's what we have. It's awesome. It's actually makes us richer than, you know, every King in France in the 18th century. So believe in yourself, guys, you are already wealthy. You already have the abundance. So getting through those abundance blocks is about uncovering the beliefs that, that, you know, maybe you were five and you absorbed from a, a preacher that money is the root of all evil. And you're like, well, I don't want to be evil. So I'm going to stop money from coming in or I'll allow enough in. What so ha- often happens is we do allow just enough in, but our like internal thermostat is set here. And for like 10 years in a row, Olivia, I made 30 grand a year, like 10 boop, boop, every year. If I made a little bit more in one year in sales, I would make less to go back down. Mm. Yeah. And it was like average 30 for, for 10 years. So when I became an author, I was so happy that I, you know, I had already just got, gotten rid of a huge weight on my chest that I had put there. I had slammed that door shut and now it was open and the air was flowing and it was free. So I was so happy. I was actually making a lot of the right moves. I was, you know, someone's like, you need a website. I would just go get a website. I had like negative $300 in my bank account and I would barter to get a website. And I was in the flow, but I had to then stop and think about like, how do I open it up? Not just to be creative, but like you said, um, with the money blocks and my friend Renee Rose really helped because she has a lot of spiritual gifts. So she's able to like lift it in a lot of ways. Now I do think hypnotherapy can be useful. So I'm, I've been experimenting with doing hip, hypnotherapy for like removing money blocks, 
believing you can have it now because we already have stuff that we believe we can have now that are very, mm -hmm. that's already very luxurious. But how do we believe that maybe you can work from home and make a million dollars a year as a, as a writing urban fantasy, because you absolutely can, but you have to believe you can do it. Right. So lifting those blocks, I'm working the hypnotherapy meditations. In the meantime, Renee and I have a course and she does like spiritual clearings. And if that's not your thing, I get it, but it's very useful. Like for me, I'm like, just give it to me. If I have to take a bath and salt and milk, if, if you have to like wave, um, you know, if I have to go see a shaman, like I'll do it. Like I'll try it. I was raised in like a really repressed religious situation. I went through crazy stuff in that and, you know, came out alive. So I'll do whatever to like get myself into a belief system where I believe I can have running water. I can have a latte. Oh, I can have a million dollars a year. I deserve it. It's fine. I'm already good enough. And at every level, you'll you'll hit that again. You'll hit, well, I make a million a year, but to make two million, I'll have to work twice as hard. I don't know if I'm good enough. And it's just a lie. It's just a lie. Yeah, 100%. And you'll be, it's so, it's like exciting because you're like almost playing a game with your subconscious because you're learning more and more about yourself and um, one, what you're capable of, but two, what you can let go of. So let's say you're starting to move through these blocks and, you know, you're doing all the work. What kind of action steps have you taken or that you recommend to work alongside that? So I have some fun ones and I have some some tailored to authors. Cause I'm a very practical. I'm like, yes. tell me what to do. Yeah. So I went before I was published author, I, I went out and found someone's books. It was, um, it was actually like a religious fiction book <laughs> and they had black covers and I covered them over and it said Lisa Vino on the spine. I actually have a TikTok about this. I could show you the picture. I'll, I'll dig up the picture and send it to you. I love and this. I, you know, I was not an author. So it would be me like taking this. This is one of my favorite books being like, uh, nope, she didn't write it. Like I wrote it <laughs> on the spine. It said Lisa Vino. Okay. And the books, the book covers all happen to be black, which is really interesting because look at my books now. I know they're gorgeous, but how, yeah, how great is that? Look at them all. Like they're all black. So I just recently did this with white books to see if like, I'll start ordering white covers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the subconscious mind can do. But my point is people talk about dream boards where you like put pictures of Hawaii up in places you want to go. I'm, I'm talking, make a dream bookshelf. Be like, mm. this is your pen name and put it on your shelf and then walk away, forget about it, see what happens. The other thing I like doing is take your bank statement and add zero. So you're like, make the periods a comma. So let's say you have a thousand dollars in your account. Well, turn that to a million, right? Just put some zeros behind it and, or add numbers in the front. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, little... yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> and then um, see what comes up. So, you know, I had negative $300 in my bank account. So I started doing this and then suddenly it looked like there was $3,000 or 30000 And I was just like, whoa, you know? And I do this now because I track it in my, um, my income in Excel spreadsheets. And I did this like <laughs> for the months that I haven't filled in yet for October, I have like $50 million <laughs> that is in the spreadsheet. And when I open it, I'm like, whoa. And I see what comes up. Well, I don't deserve that. Not, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not offering enough value or like whatever mess comes up. Then I just, I, I just kind of, I say, okay, I clear that. Or I just, I just let it just bubble up. So do that. And it doesn't matter the amount. Um, I can tell you that 
you know, I put like, I have eight grand in my account. I have 30 grand. And I literally to like today, there are accounts I have eight grand in, there's accounts I have 30 grand in, there's accounts I have six figures in. And that was, I had negative money in my accounts when I started. So yes, try it. And you know, you might get a funny look if your husband finds these bank statements around, <laughs> but like use the old ones. Don't use like checks that you have to cash or something, but start writing this to yourself so that your brain gets used to seeing money in your account. My son is going to first grade on Monday. We're taking him to the school to meet the teacher before Monday because mm. we don't want to drop him off and his little kid brain freaks out. Mom and dad have abandoned me. I don't know who this lady is. I don't know who these kids are. It's brand new. Your brain doesn't like new things. It likes old, comfortable. It likes your comfort zone. It wants to stay in a safe space in your house. A hundred percent. Yeah, I love this. So you're just training it to be like, no, no, no. It's normal to go to first grade and you're going to love it. No, no, no. It's normal to have $30,000 in your bank account and you're going to love it. And if when you see it, stuff comes up and it's like, well, my mom won't talk to me if I make money. That's interesting. Play with that. Like, yeah. okay, really? Or I'll have to pay more taxes. Okay. You know, so? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, oh. Someone's going to come and take all the money away. Oh, I can't tell anyone that I'm making money because I'll, I'll piss them off. They'll, they'll be mean to me. Just see what comes up because whatever comes up is blocking you. And I'm doing it at my level. I'm putting in millions of dollars now instead of tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm, and stuff is coming up and I'm like, okay, like I just told my husband, I took the summer off and I said, you know, our income might be a little down. And I said, I, I part of me was like, well, I could hustle all summer and make, you know, I have a $200,000 a month, but what's the point? And so we talked that through because it's like, well, why are you so mopey about this? Like, what is the point? And sometimes you do have to connect what is the money going to do for you? Like, how does your body benefit? Your soul does not mean money. You, you are not any more worthy with money. I think so often my money goals have been related to ego, but mm -hmm. what does that $10 million mean to me? I'm still figuring that I'm like, I could buy my mom a house, but maybe, I don't know, like we could get a jet, like, but why, you know, like, what does it actually mean? How is it going to benefit your body? And do this with whatever amount of money. You could probably live comfortably on 30000 a year in certain set cities. And so, but how are you going to spend it to enjoy it? And if it's a hundred grand for you and that's the number, great. If it's 10 million and that's the number, great. What, how literally is your back going to be more relaxed in your shoulders? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How does your body benefit? Because so, so much of hustle culture just has us like hunched over computers to make the money. And that's not the point. Abundance is not that. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's all energy, right? So you're like, you're playing with the creative energy and then you're playing with the energy of money. But also if you're taking that on and you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing and what you want it for and exactly how it's fueling your life. I think people, I, like a lot of people will, if someone hasn't really heard of this before or they've just seen one side of like the mindset thing, <laughs> they might be stuck up in, in that hustle culture. It really is the energy that you start to rewire on how that changes you and then how you go about it to take that action, essentially, hey? Yeah, so what's going to happen is my son gets acclimated to first grade, so he's going to make friends. He's going to be more relaxed on that day. I'm getting acclimated to $10 million. That means I'm going to make slight, small decisions 
Um, I recently hired someone to handle my social media. I had hung on to that for a long time. And then I was like, you know what? For 200 bucks a month, I'm, I can let it go. Mm-hmm. And she's doing an amazing job. And I'm going, okay, like where else is there a pain point that is, even if it's taking a brain space, I can be sitting, I can be recording another meditation. I can be talking to you. I can be taking a nap. And that is, that is awesome. And I just, I just updated like this morning, I have a course called build your best-selling brand or build your best-selling author brand. And it talks about authoring and like kind of how I built to six figures. And then I have a new module called scaling to seven figures. And I'm telling you a hundred percent of that module is you're going to keep doing what you're doing and you're going to pull in help. If you can make six figures, you can make seven because it's not on you. You mm-hmm. need translators. You need an audio producer. You need social media help if that's what you want. You need a publicist if that's, you know, I talk about the different ways you can fill the gaps in your business, but it is not on you to, to do all that. And that that's the entire module. I give out like how to train a PA. I talk about how to hire a translator. I give out names of translators. And I'm doing this because that's that's what I did. Like once you can write a book and you can get it together enough to find readers, and I talk about that earlier in the course, then you can scale. And scaling is not about you doing 10 times the amount. And that's where the abundance comes in because we always think to make more money, I'm going to have to do more. That's a job. Mm-hmm. We can uncouple from that. You're on a different track. If you have written a book, you are on a different track. You have created a product that will sell for 70 years. And longer, your IP, your intellectual property is so valuable, guys. And the one of my favorite author, um, she has a blog. She's very grounded. She's very practical, but she's talking abundance. She says the um, Christine Catherine Rush. She says the worst mistake authors do is not thinking too much of their books. It's thinking too little. We need to think George Lucas level, where he was like, no, 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 I want all the merchandising rights. That's going to be worth eighty billion. We need to be there's another, the guy who wrote the hunt for the red October actually gave up all his rights. That, that, and that is a billions of dollars. It, <laughs> he gave, it was so bad. The deal was so bad. His publisher came back and said, Hey, this book just took off. You should probably still like keep half your rights. <laughs> so, okay. It, it turned out. Okay. Like he died a wealthy man and now his kids have to litigate the, the mass of the estate. But my point is, your IP is worth something. And one day you could turn it into a webtoon. You could turn it into a movie. We're going to start seeing people doing their own movies. Like mm. there are authors who are already creating their own sci-fi romance cartoons, like animation, and they can fund it themselves. Cause they're like, well, there's no gay romance. There's no alien romance. Netflix might not pick me up, but I'm going to do it. And we're going to mm-hmm. see more of that. And if you own your IP, you can do that. So if you have created a book, a product, I sat in a room three weeks ago with like half a dozen writers and we all were making six figures. And one of them said, I'm really lazy this year, but her money is way is like doubled or tripled from last year. And I'm rolling my eyes going, you're not lazy. You just chose a different track. You used to be in a sales job that pays you a hundred grand a year. And that was great. But now then you spent time writing books on the side until you could replace that. And then you kept writing and then you translated it all into German, French, Italian, and Spanish. And you've had you know, now you're making four times what you used to make and those books will continue to earn for you. 100%. And it's really interesting too on how the mindset we can go in that direction. It's like, oh, I'm really, I'm really lazy. And it's like, no, you've worked hard. 
you are worth this. And I think this is another thing when it comes to creativity too. It's, it's seen as this thing is like, you need someone to anoint you to do it. And it's like, no, if you have this story, I anoint you, (laughs) but I'm not, I'm your fairy godmother. I just, I need a star on the end. I I have a crystal here. I'm going to stick it on the end. I have anointed you. I'm your fairy godmother. I am now clearing all imposter syndrome. If you have ever written something, you're a writer done. Mm -hmm. If you've ever published something, you're a published author done. You have now cleared the imposter syndrome. What do you want to do? Do you want to write an awesome story that inspires millions like George Lucas? Do you want to write some poetry that no one reads because you just never publish it and you fold it up and plant it at the heart of an oak tree? Whatever you want. What do you want? Let's go. That's all that matters. And if you want the money, that's okay. Because money means that I can buy a nice crystal. I can buy a better pen. Like it just, it's nice. It's nice to be able to go like, I want a better pen and I can, I can afford it. And I want to go on vacation and I can afford it. So nothing wrong with it. It's just. A hundred percent. Choosing to have running water in my house. Like it's nice. It's great. It's luxurious. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so now people have started to say, you've got some authors that you're working with and they're like, running with it right they're like going all for it that completely in their worth what are you seeing some um amazing things that they're doing or some really great business action that you can recommend to authors who are who are moving up to that stage yeah so um I'm trying to get back to this myself because sales is all about making offers like just making offers to people and seeing what people um you know latch on to so please set up your mailing list and for every book you write write a thousand, 2000 words, cut scene, extra scene, something juicy that the, you know, if it's a romance couple, the, you know, meet their baby, uh, meet their new dog, meet, <laughs> see their wedding, um, watch the engagement, you know, watch them make cookies together. It could be really cute. If you're, if you can do like the witty banter, then do that and write that and have people sign up to your mailing list. And I, it, it really kind of frees you. you. You feel like, oh, they read this book. They sign up for that extra scene. Now I have 500 people that really, really love this, this, this work. And for me, if I see something selling, um, I tend to like have a whole world and I have like this whole community. I'll write 10, 15, 20 books in that series. Mm-hmm. And that has really, really, really worked for me. Um, I can run an ad on book. I can, I, right now we're giving away book one for free. And I can run ads to it and then watch the sell through all the way through. Or I can, you know, you have, I have enough that I could have a book bub on one, one can be on sale and it doesn't matter because it's getting everyone into the series. So long series has worked for me. Getting a mailing list is the number one thing. Uh, You know, once the mailing list is set up, it's done. And then you can outsource all social media. If you hate social media, no problem. Um, I have hired three people to do TikTok for me. We'll see how it goes. They're all doing different things. They're all doing three, the three different channels. And if it doesn't work in six months, I'll stop doing it. And I think the way to, to scale up is you go, oh, that did work. How do I do it a hundred more times? Like this book sold well, we wrote 15 more. Yeah. And this book is still the top seller, probably because book one typically is like the highest seller and now we have a bunch of sellers and 
we've watched things build to the point where last launch we we did a very lazy launch we we spent very little on ads we usually do a big push we hit the usa today just based on like people who know the series and wanted to buy it (laughs) i love that yeah so when i do i do a strategy course with nick and it really boils down to actually look at your numbers see what's working do more of it now if you hate it that is something to consider if you if you hate writing those books i really want you to sit down and go one first of all you don't have to be a writer to make money you can do anything to make money so what do you want to do to make money what do you actually want to write not Mm. oh in 10 years when i've made it i can finally write the thrillers i want thrillers sell guys Mm -hmm. oh well i want to write poetry look at a ruby car (laughs) what are you doing? Like, go find the people who are making money, doing what you love. I see so many people are like, well, I have to write ship to romance because it sells. I'm like, no. And then they're like, well, it's much, the, the market's saturated. I'm like, if you really want to write ship to romance, you can do it. If you really hate it, please don't do it. Please do what you love. Like, please go write that thriller. Not everybody can write a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh no, it won't sell as well. It'll probably sell better because you're excited about it. And even if it it sells half as much. At least you like your life. You're like, oh, I get to write another thriller. That but is so I'll fix true. it a little because maybe I, I can hit the trope a little bit better or or whatever. Please, guys, look at what you love to read. Mm-hmm. Look at what you love to write and start to build your business, your brand around that. Do not say, oh, this sells, so I'll write it. Guess what? Billionaire go billionaire romance can be ghostwritten. So if you love billionaire romance, your voice, your passion will come through and you'll probably write one of the best billionaire romances. People will gobble it up. You can absolutely write stuff to sell billionaire romance, but people get tired of it. And it's like, you're not going to get the following. It's like, you could have just written the, thr- the psychological thrillers. Like, oh my God, if you can actually write them, that is a niche. Not everyone's doing it. Anyway. I'm just, I'm just no kidding. I love this and it's so true because you're literally just I'm on a, I'm gonna be on the biggest high today now because you're just like absolutely spitting the truth where it's like a hundred percent do what you love and you can make out of that what you want to make out of that to create your life and that is the overall and it's like getting rid of and sifting through all these things that you don't you don't need to hold on to that anymore let it go and move into where where you really want to be and that's everything that you you're just like full of so much practical just like go to and to put to the point that we almost feel like stupid that you even thought otherwise you know what I mean I know well I preach to the choir because I get mopey too we all get mopey and you know if you're mopey right now and what I mean is you're sitting in your clean house but with running water and your latte and you're like oh I don't want to write today and I because I've been there um, go ahead, grab a piece of paper and start writing out. I'm so grateful for five things. Look around your house, look around your room, think about that. And then think of someone who has poured into your life and in, in your entire life, who is that person be grateful for them. And then think of a pet or something in nature that makes you so happy and write that out. I'm so grateful for my puppy and then juice the feelings. It usually takes me a little bit to get past the mopey stage into this where I'm deep down going, oh, yes. Oh, I just love my life. But that will quickly shift your energy. Like, I get it. And and that's something 
Um, I just did, I ran a weekend abundance reset where we basically do exercises like that, really practical, really like go in, listen to this meditation and then do this homework. And I run them because I need it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm mopey today. I'm all like, everything's going wrong. And what's cool is when you do a gratitude list like that, your brain goes, oh, everything's going right. And it starts to focus on all the little things that went right to the point where you end the day and you're like, that was a good day. Someone held the door open for me. It's like little things that would have happened anyway, but you wouldn't have noticed them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Quickly shift your energy with that. Yeah. And then you, and there's scientific studies that prove my husband got like the gratitude journal that has like all the scientific studies listed because that's, he's an engineer and it has to be like Excel spreadsheet laid out. So if you need that, there's a gratitude journal by Kurgistat on YouTube and you can buy it and it has all the scientific studies on gratitude and it's proven. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I just, that's all I, I'm so with you on that. Now, like, can you please share with um, all the listeners every, everywhere that people can find you, how we can get involved, how someone can take, how you can help someone take um, their writing business to the next level and all the things. <laughs> Please join the Millionaire Author Mastermind on Facebook if you're into Facebook, because there's tons of resources pinned to the top. There's my courses, there's my YouTube channel. If you don't like Facebook, go to YouTube, plug in Lisa Vino. Please do not listen to the pirated audiobooks. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> it is what it is. Every so often we go take them all down, they all go come back up. Um, but you can find my channel and I have like a couple videos on co-writing and things like that. And then in the, in the link, um, below I, I'm, I need to make sure like it's linked to my coaching and my teaching and, um, but worst case, you'll just listen to some of my ideas about running a social media, Facebook group, and, um, also doing the meditations if, the, if you want to check those out. Yes. 100%. Excellent. And yeah, that honestly, that group, is full of so many amazing people just like sharing so much goodness. It's the best community. You have created the best community. And um, yeah, I've, I've taken so much for it, from it. So I need to, I need to thank you for everything that you do. You're thank so you. So much. Thank yeah. you. And yes. Yeah, so please, if, if you're listening, jump into that group um, and Lee will accept you there. Thank you so much for joining us. Lee. You have literally just given listeners so much, just Oh, just like abundance. you've gifted them abundance <laughs> I'm I'm very very grateful for your time today and um, I'm so excited to share this episode with everyone I am too please you know please come see me in that group and it's all positive vibes so yeah. absolutely thank you so much Lee <laughs> thank you bye